This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you thought you had to travel far to savor the Pad Thai of Bangkok, or to taste the pastries of Paris, take another look. With two times total points at grocery stores, your same kitchen can come with more cuisines. Sapphire Preferred from Chase? Make more of what's yours. Valor up to $1,000 in purchases per month from November 1st, 2020 to April 30th, 2021. Account subject to credit approval. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, which is brought to you by our sponsors, Dr. Squatch. Use promo code I'mFat20 to get 20% off your order of $20 or more. And Team Hockberg, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com to help you with all your mortgage needs. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, this has kind of been a big week for us. I mean, you had your birthday. Mm-hmm. I went out of town. And we got a lot to go over today. Oh, and the fact that it's Christmas this week. Yes, that old thing. <laughs> That's a that is a big day on the fat calendar. It's going to be different this year. But yep, Christmas week upstairs right now. Uh, my wife and daughter are making all kinds of Christmas cookies. So it's on. Christmas is on. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Follow us on all of our social media channels at I'm Fat Pod. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those places. The Instagram is getting more and more interactive. So that's jump on there. It's a lot of fun. Also on Facebook, find the I'm Fat Podcast fans page. That's a lot of fun. The people on there are sharing information, sharing stories, sharing their food experiences all day long. And I have had a blast. I'm really glad I sort of on a whim created that page. And it's been really, really great. Uh, check out our merch shop on T Public. You can find the direct link to our store in our social media bios. We have those link tree uh, links in there. Click that, and it will take you to the correct link to purchase uh, and help the podcast at the same time. And even if you want to do some shopping on T Public, not necessarily on Fat Podcast stuff, if you use our link, it still helps us out. So we'd greatly appreciate it if you did that. But Rick, we've got a lot to get to. Uh, let's go. You know, in terms of the. Uh, time clock i know we recorded uh, was it on my birthday or the day after the day it was on your birthday it was on my birthday right and the night before i had rose angeles for my birthday like of course that's what i want shocked yeah it's my favorite thing i'm gonna have that every birthday i have so got that it was great whatever so saturday um sitting around you know my friends are like all right we're gonna bring you dinner you know don't go anywhere make sure you're home at this time whatever so Brian, who is a huge listener of the podcast, we talk about him all the time, pulls up, gets out of his car. What does he have? Rose Angeles pizza for me. So, <laughs> like, I'm not even mad. Two days in a row. That's great. And of course, on Friday, I brought home the beef sandwich to have for my second meal. So I had Rosie's three days in a row. I had pizza twice and I had the uh, the big boy beef sandwich on, on Sunday or Monday. And it was awesome. And so what was cool about it is all my friends chipped in for our meal and then brian brought every like group of our friends their own order so he was literally like pizza boy brian dropping pizzas off at everybody's house that chipped in so everybody got to try it everybody loved it and we're like 35 40 minutes from los angeles and people said it's still great i know you could tell it traveled a little bit sure but even after a 40 minute car trip it held up really well it always does so they were all really impressed and that is a really awesome start to a birthday week. And then uh, as we were doing the podcast, Hope and Addie made Oreo balls, which oh. was amazing. But 
I mean, Rose Angels will always be the greatest thing. But yeah, yeah. trying to think of something to do, we went to Stephanie Izard's restaurant, Sugar Goat. It's downtown on Randolph. It's just a little bakery. And, you know, I didn't really know what to get. I know that her things can be a little more adventurous, which is fine. But it's not like your typical chocolate chip cookie, donut. Lot, you know, it, mm-hmm. there's different stuff in there. So here's what... We got, I got a hazelnut, uh, a toasted hazelnut cupcake. Addie got a um, peppermint, you know, candy cane cupcake. But inside the cupcake was a caramel ganache. Oh. Which was just incredible. So it was almost every bite of the cupcake had some sort of sweetness, some sweet filler to it. And I'm not a big cupcake guy. I think the floor to ceiling thing on that is pretty high mm-hmm. and cupcakes look great, great, but they usually don't deliver. But here's what stole the show. Chocolate French fry pie. No bad words there. It's tasted like dipping your French fries into a frosty. So it's it's a a chocolate cream on top. OK. And the pie crust is crunchy potato bits. Mm. It was unbelievable. It was one of the best things I've ever had. Uh, so highly recommended. If you're downtown, they're open during the pandemic. It's a little place. They're only letting one person in at a time. But the chocolate French fry pie at Sugar Goat was one of the greatest and most inventive things I've ever had. And it will become a staple <laughs> a lot. <laughs> anytime I drive downtown yeah. or anytime there's a birthday, I'm going to go get that. Do you remember what like what's the uh intersection? It's Ish. right in Randolph Market there. So Oh, okay. You know, like where um kind of like where City Winery is, like that whole area. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can get the address real quick. I'm actually on okay. the website looking for it's 820 West Randolph. Okay. I think it's connected to Little Goat. Gotcha. So it, there it's you know, it's just like a little offshoot area of Little Goat. But mm-hmm. man, that was so good. And they also sell pre-made cocktails like hurricanes oh so we brought a couple of those home (laughs) it's tough to spend 70 bucks at a bakery but we found a way (laughs) (laughs) that's really good yeah we found a way to do it the the hurricanes took a big bite out of that 70 but uh man that was so good Mm -hmm. and delicious i cannot stop thinking about it (laughs) i want to get more oh you made me think of the fact that i have a bone to pick with you Uh oh about Last week's pod that I should have just brought up in the moment, but I did not. So for as much as you bring up Rose Angela's mm-hmm. on this podcast, and rightfully so, it's very, very good. The fact that I forget the exact context, but it was in context of a conversation that I brought up Penn Station and you had the gall to get annoyed by the fact that I bring up Penn Station a little bit. I when did. you can't go one pot, you were like, yeah, because you were like, all right, all right, all right. Like you started, you, no, yeah, I, you started being Cameron. <laughs> from, from, like you started being like, all right, all right, all right, fine. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, I'll no, go. that was about me not doing my part on the podcast, not about you okay. talking about it. Because I, because okay. I, you went to Rose Angela's, you've been to I Love Fries. Mm-hmm. We, we're doing the research. Yes, but I are. have not made my trip to Penn Station yet, and I feel guilty for that. And I'm, so that's me just telling myself, he's right. It's really good. I got to go try it. I've been meaning to try it. I just got to get off my ass and go try it. This will be the week because I am off mm-hmm. starting on Monday after Monday. I'm off until the new year. So nice. I will make my I promise you by the next podcast, I will make my trip to Penn Station. OK, y- you have my word. All right. And what's the guy's name? Kevin. Kevin. All right. Yeah. Kevin is uh, Kevin is a guy who looks like he listens to the podcast who. Uh, <laughs> so if I walk in and go, you must be Kevin. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so you have a very good chance of being correct. All right. Um. Yeah. And he's a he's a what do they call those gator? He's a gator over mask guy. So, OK. Yes. So look for the larger fella that is uh, wearing the gator who's likely going to take your order and you're probably set. I can't do the gator. It's, no, neither can I, because like the neck gets too warm. Yeah, I don't know if maybe maybe Kevin has a special made fat gator, um, but the problem <laughs> it's with a me blanket. is like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a blanket with a clothespin. You know? So the problem I have is when I have the gator on, I don't know how high to pull it up in the back. 
Yeah. And then it just feels, I know it's supposed to be more comfortable, mm-hmm. but to me, it feels more constrictive. Maybe I need to try a bigger one. Yeah. But I've just been using the paper masks, the ones that I buy. I bought like 50 for 20 bucks. Yeah. And I, I don't did, know. They just work best for me. I feel like I did that in the airport because like I have my like cloth one mm-hmm. that like my, my material one that I use for like every day. But then like when I went in and out of the airport, I like just used one for each trip. Yeah, so that's smart. That, You're not wearing week. your Bane mask anymore? No, I'm not wearing my Bane mask. <laughs> yeah, because it was like at the beginning of this when nobody really had that much of an idea. And my mom like got, she's like, hey, I got one for you and one for Colleen. And I'm like, okay. And then I just didn't get another one for a while. Yeah, so I looked like, I yeah, I pretty much was looking like Bane for a while. I mean, this thing a, had a hard shell on it. Yeah, that thing was intense. And I, there was a guy yesterday in Mariano's with the... I don't know if it was the same one, but it had like the double filters on the side. Yeah. And then he had goggles on. I'm like, buddy, it's, it's okay. Like, just put a mask on. You'll be all right. Like, it's not you're I appreciate that he's at least wearing a mask uh, and, and trying really, really hard. But I'm like, that's that might be a bit overkill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, I appreciate the fact that he was like, you know what? I'm going to at least he's wearing one. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good thing. So, oh, man, M- Mariano's on a Saturday. That's running the. Go- I felt like I was on American Gladiators, man. I'm like, <laughs> I just, I, you know, Mike Adamley's yelling at me. There's tennis balls flying in my head, right. covered in COVID, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I just had to get. I've, have I talked about the muffins on this podcast before? I don't the think Mariano's so. Mariano's bakery muffins, dude. Whew, they're so good. They come in a four pack. They're three ninety nine. They're giant. They're probably like the size of a um, small tortilla in diameter. Oh, wow. So that's a big-ass muffin. They've got cinnamon burst, which is great, chocolate chip, triple berry, but the best is a French vanilla. Oh, my God. Mm. If you go to Mariano's to get your uh, Kroger pizza rolls, which you should, pick up some of those muffins, too. They're great. So I needed muffins. I needed bananas for my dad, and then that was it. And uh, I got in, and I was doing spin moves on people, and (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, why am I here on a Saturday? This is a bad decision by me. But I got in and out quickly, and I was rewarded by the very nice McDonald's on LaGrange Road in Lincoln. That's a huh. lovely McDonald's. It's one of those ones that's like really new and fancy. Yeah. It looks like a barn, you know. <laughs> it's like, wow. So for some reason, the food's better at those. I don't know what the reason is. Okay. So I mentioned I went to the airport. This yeah. week, I went to Raleigh. Uh, to the person that sent a recommendation <laughs> on like Thursday, I thank you for putting all the time into it. I really do. I got back Wednesday night, but still like that, you know, like I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I'm going to be going back. So the next time I go, I do have that email saved. Uh, So went to Raleigh with one of my friends from college because another one of our friends from college uh, lives down there. A couple of them, actually. And uh, so here's some food highlights. Now, mind you, we didn't go hardcore in terms of seeking out all the local stuff because i guess a lot of the best local stuff is like not it's like the further away you get from the city and we just like weren't having the long drives on this we you know we were in we were in full shut down the engines mode sit around eat a little bit drink a little bit and just like hang out so i was told a lot of your good true carolina barbecue was like out in the boonies and we just weren't having that so the barbecue place that we went to our first night we got there, got there Wednesday night. It was everybody around here's gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be interesting. Actually available in the Chicagoland area. We went to City Barbecue. <laughs> which I mean really you can't good. go yeah, you can't go wrong. I went I and I actually had not been to City Barbecue before. So even though it's available around here, it was a new experience for me. I went brisket and the sausage, as I'm wont to do. Yes. And the one thing that I really appreciate is that unlike places like the uh, the Oak Brook Real Urban Barbecue, RIP, uh, when you get in like a two meat combo and you get the sausage, it they gave you two links at City Barbecue where Real Urban would give you one. Oh. So that was great. And it was just like, you know, the real good snap to it. Just enough heat, like really great. The hush puppies were fantastic. What was the other side I got? I think it was like fries or something. Those were really good. So incredible experience. And I got my like the stereo. The person handing out the orders was the stereotypical Southern like 
You got the I got called hun. Um, the colonel. Dude, it was about <laughs> as close to that as I got. I was surprised. Maybe it's because I was in like a city. Yeah, it wasn't city. it wasn't quite as bad. But man, when you found the right people, woo. <laughs> that was like when we drove home from Florida through Atlanta. You're like, oh, okay, Atlanta is like this metropolitan city. Yeah. And as soon as you leave the city limits, yeah. like there's literally like a line drawn on the highway. <laughs> and you, like the banjo music starts. We had to, like, of course, we were with Addie. She was really young. And we had to, she had to go to the bathroom. We had to pull off. I'm like, God, you know, I don't want to stop. We're driving right. all the way home through the night. Um, but we stop and the place is literally called Butts County. B-U-T-T-S <laughs> County. We pulled into this gas station, dude. I thought we were going to get killed. There was uh, Confederate flags everywhere. There were like embroidered hats that said, we don't call 911 with like a gun on it. Oh, and then boy. my favorite thing is, you know, the Larry, the cable guy shirt. Yes. The denim shirt with the sleeves cut off. Mm-hmm. They had it in every color of the rainbow. Oh my along God. the wall <laughs> like, it looks like a pride flag i didn't say that out loud because yeah. i want to die right but it's like every color of the rainbow available larry the cable guy style shirts and i just looked at hope and i said they know we're not from around here so we should go <laughs> we should get out of here very very quickly it was it was very very scary but yes you're right when you leave those metropolitan areas of the south uh you are very quickly reminded of where you are there's yeah. no doubt Okay, so I had two Southern staples, too, when I was there. I had my first Waffle House experience. Oh, yeah. Carried the lead. I know. But I know you're not a big breakfast guy, so I hope, yeah. I hope it satisfied you. It, oh, it did, because it, we needed to, it needed something to absorb everything that was in my stomach <laughs> oh, at that yeah. point. That's the place to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's exactly what you expect. Yep. Like, it's, it's fine. I got waffles. I got a couple sides. And, like... <laughs> It sopped things up. I felt better afterwards. It's about all I can say. Yeah. No, it's it's really good, crappy breakfast food. Yes. They do it right. And did, did you sit at the bar or were you at a, um, in a booth? We were in a booth. Okay. When you sit at the bar, you really get to, uh, you know, watch the, the cooks perform and everything. Mm-hmm. That, that to me is like, wow, I would suck at this job. Yeah. It's so stressful. Okay. And then I had Bojangles for the first time. I've never had that dude like the the chicken was good now they didn't give me the sauce i wanted so that was a bit of a bummer so i had like the chicken tenders dry but they were still pretty damn good okay the 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 showstopper was the bow berries and i sent you a picture now the seasoned fries were also incredibly good but the bow berries are essentially blueberry biscuits like their biscuits with blueberries so a salad with yes with icing on top i'm pulling the picture up again dude they the picture doesn't even do it justice because you'd worry like okay maybe the biscuit with other stuff in there it's gonna cook a little different might be a little more dry it is moist as all hell and i mean credit to uh my friend andrea's boyfriend kevin who just said you know what I he literally told me he's like I made sure to get these because I want to hear these talked about on the podcast. Awesome. So hat tip there because my god were those things good. Are there any around here? No. At least not like as far seen, as I know. It must be when I just travel south though, but I feel like I've seen them. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I will look up locations on Bojangles. Well, there's not one, none within 50 miles of home. When I okay. The closest <laughs> one is like good Marion, Lord. Illinois. I found it. Yes. Marion, Illinois. Which is very, very, very far south. Eh, well, those things look good. Yes. As I'm looking at it, there's no towns around it that I've ever heard of. Oh, it's like a little bit north of Cairo. Okay. That's far yeah for me and you not for everybody listening though that's true that's true if you're in like the st louis area just cross over that state line if you're in pocahontas which i didn't know was a town that's a thing i have a buddy i have a buddy that lives in cape (laughs) (laughs) i have a i have a buddy who lives in cape Girardeau, missouri that's doesn't look like it's that far so there you go have mail you some Yes, because <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, 
if you ha- have a chance to have a Bojangles experience, get those Bowberries. Incredible. Yes. That's That will be first thing I order. All right. I have a question for you. Okay. And I want to know if you've noticed this trend as well. And I sent a note out to Nick Kindlesperger, Kindlesperger from the Tribune. He's their food guy. Okay. But he's not responded yet. What a jerk. Have you noticed the sudden upspring of crab restaurants? Yes. There's one right down here, Lombard. Okay. Hook and reel, saucy crab, hot and juicy crab, and just juicy crab. I don't know how hot and juicy crab and just juicy crab exist at the same time. I tried to get Colleen to do the hot and juicy crab mm, and she wouldn't go for it. Yeah. Well, I, I could have predicted that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but uh, what I, I don't understand, like Red Lobster had this thing on lock for about 30 years. Seriously. Or no other seafood places really popped up. There was Joe's Crab Shack, but that was kind of a different vibe. Mm -hmm. That was like a Chili's of seafood kind of deal. What is with these restaurants? And I wonder, you know, what's causing this? And Hope looked it up last night, and I guess there's some show called, damn it, it's like some reality show about hip-hop artists, and one of them owns one of these places, and that sort of inspire people to open them. But I can't imagine that just that is enough to cause this sudden outburst of crab restaurants everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're opening one in Homewood. They're opening. There's a bunch in Tinley. I have to know, is there some sort of new breeding method for crab where it's become really inexpensive? Or I don't know. There's got to be some explanation for this aside from there's one on a reality show. There's no way that all these are popping up because of that. I was looking for it online before the show. I can't find any information on it. So if anybody knows, I know we have some industry people that listen to this. If anyone knows what the deal is with this sudden burst of crab restaurants, throwing mattress firms, they're like in the <laughs> corner now. Like, <laughs> good Lord. And they look great. And of course, I can't go because my wife's got allergies to shellfish. So I, I just have to look from outside and they look yeah. great. But I, I just wonder what all of a sudden it's within the last two three years these things have popped up it feels like like even less time than that like okay so the one in lombard for those keeping score at home is louisiana crab shack it's like it's on 38 so roosevelt road for most people uh just west of main street lombard so that's where that one is but yeah i i'm because i made a note of it when i drove past it when they were uh when they were like converting the building and i was like really like a crab place here i mean it's definitely something that's untapped at least in this area but i mean i don't know how great it can be when you know you're that far away from any place a crab lives <laughs> yeah there's jokes to be made but i'm not going to i, I went far enough with my pocahontas joke but uh yeah i don't know i would love to know there's got to be something there's got to be some reason that these things are suddenly springing up and are they related are they i don't know it's like everywhere i go one's popping up and hope and i were joking about it and then i went you know to our walmart by our house and they're they're building one right by us a saucy crab right by us so i don't know i don't get it it sounds great everybody loves crab everybody loves shrimp all that stuff but i just can't imagine there's a sudden demand for all these places when there have been you know like i said you've had red lobster and that's about it for the last 30 years right like what something had to change that's what i need to know all right i got uh one more thing i want to get to there's a couple but i'm gonna hold some off because we have too many okay taste test yesterday and we've complained about taco bell and their lack of menu options mm-hmm. but had a hankering and wanted to get some so i went and i tried the grilled cheese chalupa yes this is of course a limited time thing sure but very good okay i wasn't sure quite sure how that'd be yeah so the texture of a chalupa can be hit or miss Mm -hmm. right because sometimes a little crispier it all depends on how it's prepared how long it's been sitting out whatever so the one i got felt pretty fresh they did have to run it out to me around the corner of the drive-thru which is usually a good sign you're getting some pretty fresh food Uh, and i liked it the cheese taste was subtle which i appreciated because when you did taste it it was a significant cheese taste like it wasn't like a underlying it was definitely like a, a sharp sort of a taste to it okay so it was nice that it was subtle and it wasn't overwhelming but together it was really good and i got the nachos bel grande box nice that's probably my new go-to thing it's just chips 
rice or I'm sorry, chips, beans, meat, and cheese. And if you want, they'll put sour cream on it. But that's that's gonna be my new menu item, the Bel Grande nacho box, because everything else I like there is pretty much gone. But as long as this uh, grilled cheese chalupa is around, I'll I'll get that. But then Hope got uh, her go to is the chicken quesadillas. Yeah. Usually very full, very good. She showed me so it's like a burrito sized tortilla folded in half and then Mm -hmm. they cut it in four triangles her two outward triangles were empty wow there was no chicken there was no cheese there was no sauce and the two parts that did have that had chicken and cheese in them and sauce was like really really skimpy so that's annoying i don't know what's going Hmm. on with taco bell like is it just they can't be failing i saw a report that their business is up five percent which is pretty pretty significant when you make that kind of money. Wait, are you telling me that Taco Bell might not have the most dedicated employees in the world? I don't want to go there because I I will I am the <laughs> I, I I know maybe, but I <laughs> I know that working in those places sucks. Oh, 100%. I know they don't get paid a lot. I know that everyone's really working hard. I know drive-throughs are overwhelmed, so I'm cutting people as much slack as I can. Sure, but, but you know, fill the quesadilla. Yeah, fill. The quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite food reviewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, I gotta talk about. Uh, I went to. I don't know how to say it. Fratos, Fratos. I th- yeah, I don't know. I lean Fratos. But... All right, let's go with Fratos. Yeah. First, let's tell everybody about our friends at Doctor Squatch Natural Soap Company. We've we've waited this long. We might as well get to it. I have not showered yet because I got an exercise bike, and when I'm done with this podcast, I'm gonna go on it. Don't shame me, Rick. I don't want to die right away. Mm. Uh, and my Squatch is still holding up from yesterday. My Squatch deodorant. It's outstanding. Head to DrSquatch.com. Get yourself some of the best bar soap, handmade in the USA, by the way, uh, that you'll ever get. Everyone that has subscribed to Dr. Squatch has remained a subscriber. We've gotten a ton of emails from listeners saying how much they love it. And if you try Dr. Squatch, you will too. DrSquatch.com is a website. On the top right corner there, you're going to see the Squatch quiz. Take that quiz. It'll sort of steer you in the right direction for the products you need. Soap is their bread and butter. That's what they how the company started. That's what they've perfected. There are so many options for scents and textures and features on the soap. You can go nuts in there. You could spend the whole day shopping and perusing the soaps. But they also have toothpaste, uh, shampoo and conditioner. I just mentioned the deodorant. They've got beard oil. They've got uh, shaving lotion. Anything you need to improve your uh, physical health of your skin, of your hair, of your face, Dr. Squatch has it for you. Invest in yourself. Stop buying the chemical-filled crap for four hours at Target that dries your skin out, is bad for your hair, all that stuff. That's what I was doing, and my skin and hair were a disaster. Since switching to Dr. Squatch, my skin is smooth, my hair is thicker than it's been in a long time, and trust me, I friggin' need it. So <laughs> check out DrSquatch.com. When you're ready to check out, make sure to enter that promo code I'm Fat20. You'll save 20% on your order while supporting the podcast at the same time. So many of you took our advice and jumped on in December for Christmas gifts. You're gonna be thrilled that you did. So are the people you bought these gifts for. DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm Fat20. Thank you all so much for uh, giving us a very good month in terms of Dr. Squatch. We appreciate it. So are we just going to uh, ignore until next week the fact that you bought an exercise bike or are we we going to do this now? Here's the thing. All right. I know that working out is incongruous with this podcast. Yes. But I'm 43 now. I'm starting to feel a whole hell of a lot better. I know. I'm starting (laughs) to feel the oldness factor seeping in. I'm Mm. starting to. Like basic tasks are becoming difficult. Yeah. And and if I want to maintain the lifestyle of if I want to have McDonald's for lunch and Wendy's for dinner, I'm not going to feel terrible about it. I need to somehow cut into that margin a little bit. Right. So if I can spend, you know, 30, 40 minutes on the bike every day, just sort of burning some calories and getting my heart pumping, especially since, you know, I'm not going to work anymore. And not that going to the office was a huge calorie burner, but I had the walk to the train, the walk up and downstairs. I would go find, you know, you just find yourself wandering around the city, waiting for your train. Once a week, I would walk to therapy. Like there were these things that I had that were sources of exercise that have really just gone away. This summer, I would go out and ride my bike around with Addie or we'd shoot hoops or whatever. I don't have that in the winter. And I know Hope really wanted something too. 
Like running for me is not an option because my knees are terrible. My back is terrible. So we found like a $200 bike on Walmart and we just said, screw it. This will be our Christmas gift to each other. Nice. And let's use it. So I, I just feel like if I want to keep <laughs> living this life at all, <laughs> I probably <laughs> need to get on the bike a little bit and do some exercise because I was starting to feel like I was getting headaches a lot. I do take medication for blood pressure and those numbers are going up. So I'm like, it's time. I got to just, I got to take care of myself. Like all joking aside, I had to do something, something. So, you know, I always found a way like coaching softball. I would be running around with the kids. There was always some way for Mm -hmm. me to have physical activity and I haven't had that in months. So we needed to remedy that. And uh, I've done every day this week for 40 minutes. I'm going to do it when we're done here. So so far, so good. I just need to stay committed, right? Like, that's the hard part is right. waking up and saying, I got to do this and making it part of the routine. Um, but I've done I've been doing it every morning before the show. I do it during our phone meetings. <laughs> I'm on the exercise bike because we have our pre-show meeting. So, yeah, I mean, it's killing two birds. I might as well be Dan. double miserable. Come on, Dan. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you start the show with this. <laughs> <sighs> Gotta have like the the what was it, what was it the Adam Sandler the Fatty McGee with the squeaky uh, yeah 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 that's me that's perfect basically okay now that that propaganda's over <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I I forgot one place of note in Raleigh that I went to that I want to get to before we get to Ascafats right. uh, it's called Cowfish Sushi Burger Bar okay it, it's literally a you can get burgers you can get sushi and what's cool is they have they call them combo boxes where it's like these special plates that are set up with like nine different compartments to them and you can like kind of customize what you want and it can be as much like in the burger slots if you want or if you want more burgers they're like individual sliders of their different types of burgers their different types of sushi are right there for you some sides as well like, I'm not a sushi guy, but I appreciated the creativity in terms of, like, the layout of how they make everything. Mm-hmm. And I also had a barbecue burger there that was out of this world and great fried pickles with it. So I was happy with my experience. That sounds good. Have you tr- ever tried sushi? You know, I, honestly, I have not. It's it's kind of a mental block for me because I'm not a big fish guy in general. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't get it a lot. I've talked about this a lot um, because the first time I tried it was one of the best places ever, uh, Japanese in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I've been chasing that quality of sushi ever since, and I just can't. I just can't find it. But I will say, it's really, really good. Like if you can get past a mental block, it's not what you're expecting. It's not slimy. It's not, um, you know, like an oyster is what you think it is. It tastes like you're eating snot. Yeah. Um, sushi does not have that texture to it. There's a snap to it. Uh, and I'll say, like, I feel like when I eat sushi, this burst of energy, like I could flip over a car. I don't know if it's just because the food is so pure and so clean. That it just kind of gives you like an endorphin boost or something. I think it's the crack. Oh, yeah, it's the crack. <sighs> That's right. I forgot. <laughs> Peanut butter and crack sandwich. <laughs> uh, by the way, your sushi place reminds me of the place I went in uh, in Bridgeport called Pizza Fried Chicken Ice Cream. Where they literally just have the menu as the name of the place? Yes. <laughs> what do you guys have? And his point to the sign yep. lethargically. Yeah. <laughs> that place is good. That's where you get that um, pretty cool ice cream on the south side, by the way. Pro tip. Nice. That place is good. All right. Are we, uh, have we exhausted our, our topics? I think we have. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get to those Ask a Fact questions. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non porous surfaces use as directed ask a fat about this and that it's time to chat with the fats 
Escafats are brought to you today by our friends over at Team Hockberg. Jay may have to chase the quality of sushi since the first experience he's ever had, but if you're looking for for help with purchasing a home or refinancing, you don't have to chase the quality. You just call David Hockberg and his people at at Team Hockberg, 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com. They've got all the knowledge that you need to make your buying or refinancing experience as simple as possible. There's so many different things that, quite frankly, you don't need to be thinking about. Or if you want to be that person that has all the info, they're right there to give it to you. So to make your experience simple and effective and maximize your money, whether it's buying, whether it's selling, whether it's refinancing, you need to call David because Everybody trusts David. There's a reason that we have David as a sponsor on this podcast because we're like, you know what? A lot of people that we know have called 855-56-DAVID, gone to 56david.com, trusted David and his people at Team Hochberg, and they've done great work. So he's very trustworthy, knows his stuff along with his entire team. And if you want proof of that, on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WGN AM 720, Home Sweet Home Chicago is on. That's David's radio program. He gives out great advice. They have guests on. So make sure to be tuned in to that as well. So once again, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. To buy a house, to sell a house, to refinance your home, boost your credit, Everything there, Team Hochberg is there for you. And Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS 1124061. All right. First Ask a Fat question comes to us from Pete. Hello, Pete. He says, I just introduced my year and a half year old son to the McDonald's Big Breakfast. I had forgotten about it until Jay mentioned he had it on his birthday. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I used to get it all the time when I was a kid, but I have since leaned on the breakfast sandwiches. Is there a menu item? at any restaurant that you love but always forget about love the show keep up the great work pete hmm that is a very good question let me think oh the beef and cheddar croissant from portillo's that's a really good call i can't eat that it is immediately gone yeah <laughs> Toss it in the toilet. Yes. Just cut out the middleman because <laughs> it's immediately as soon as I consume it, it is it has left me. It is totally over. And it's, I know that's gross, but it's true. It's I, I can't. It is the best thing ever, but I can't eat it. I'm going to go with something sort of new because we've gotten in a couple emails about it. The beignets of Popeye's. I keep forgetting they exist. And our guy Lance sent his review. He said, very flaky and buttery. Filmed with warm Hershey gooey chocolate. A thousand times better than an extra large pizza roll. Just amazing. And sadly, for a limited time only. I keep forgetting about that. That's a good call. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to think of like other other things like that. Because I usually have my Mm go-tos in places. So I don't really forget about stuff. I would say... We talked about this last week, too, is my lack of pizza puff knowledge and exploration. Yeah. It's something I always mean to try, and then I never, you know, like when I add it onto an order, I'm like, God, or I always forget to add it onto my order. So I, I guess that would be one, but the, I'm trying to think of like menu items I've forgotten about. I would say maybe the big breakfast is one of those because it's not something I think to get all the time. And on my birthday, I'm like, that's exactly what I want. So I sort of had that that spark of a thought, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that I, I think the beignets are the one that are mo- that most recently come to mind because I keep forgetting they exist. Yes, that's that's a really good call because I know. Yeah, I know. I never think twice. I just I just go with my order. Yep. They say, what would you like? And it just like I go into autopilot. Same thing every single time. That's what I do. So I have to break. I have to break the spell and actually remember next time. Yep. All right. This one from Matt. What's your best strategy for avoiding the meat sweats at family gatherings? Obviously, 2020 excluded. I don't. Yeah, I was saying <laughs> the same thing. I'm like, it's just kind of chalk it up. It's yeah, happen. May wear a black or navy T-shirt uh, at a gathering, or if it's in the warmer, uh, the colder months, wear a sweater. Yeah. So the the sweat just doesn't show as much. But yeah, I think you just got, especially if you're outside and it's a barbecue. 
that's expected. Yeah. You know, I don't think people are going to judge you too much. Plus, they're family, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, if I'm, I'm going somewhere, I where embrace I'm concer- it. Yeah, if I'm going somewhere where I'm concerned about that, I don't eat so much that I'm going to sweat. Hmm. Right, because if I'm going somewhere where I want to be, like if it's a business dinner or whatever, sure, I don't want to yeah. gorge myself in front of strangers. That's fair. <laughs> that's about the only situation in which that's fair. Yeah, my family is obligated to love me, so <laughs> <laughs> sweaty or not, uh, it's so true. All right, got one here from Mike V. He says, "Hey guys, my wife asked my mother for an air fryer for Christmas, and we decided to have an air fryer dinner soon after. I know you've talked about the Kroger brand pizza rolls in the air fryer, but wanted to know from the experts what else should be in our inaugural air fryer buffet. Also, should we in fact go with p- the pizza rolls, or just go full fat and get some full size pizza puffs? Also, looking for or, I'm sorry, looking forward to lots of air frying in the new year. Have a great." holiday season that's from mike v now rick you have a proper air fryer mine Uh is a toaster oven slash air fryer so i'm gonna let you tackle this and and sort of give the recommendations for what things work best in that traditional drawer style air fryer okay um two things that i thought of outside i would go pizza rolls over pizza puff for the first use just because then you're guaranteeing like your timing's a little more exact because you know you don't have as much of an individual item to get to the middle too uh so i would do that i would go you can you can get like your grand's biscuits Mm. or crescent rolls you can do those in the air fryer um depending on the like size shape if it's more of like a uh looks closer to if it's like more of a square one versus like the egg one that probably uh, is a little bit better for those also wings you can do wings really well in the air fryer so So, uh, i think that's a good basis to start with you got two different you know depending on the type of pizza rolls you get you got a bread type thing you've got your pizza food group you've got your wings food group have you done uh bacon in there i've not i've heard that works yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I think Colleen might have with like some breakfast stuff okay. for her because, you know, she's much more of a consistently eat breakfast than I am person. So I believe she might have. But okay. like when I think of on the or on like I've done French bread pizza, I know mm. pepperoni and bacon, not the exact same thing. But the way the pepperoni cooks, I feel like would be fairly similar. And it works really well. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mine has um, a toaster option, a normal like oven option, and an air fry option. I can't adjust the heat on mine, so it just must have like a default air fryer heat. Mm-hmm. So I found that a lot of our air fryer cooking is sort of trial and error. Yeah. Like if we're gonna warm up chicken tenders, we just sort of say like, okay, maybe like twelve minutes, and then we check them halfway through. It doesn't have like a, a setting I can set like okay three seventy five for ten minutes, whatever. Oh, okay. So that's uh, you know it just. This thing is more useful. It has more functions. I use it more of a, as a toaster than anything, but I'm still sort of figuring out. It's not as foolproof as like your traditional air fryer, like you're sure. talking about. So, but the the rolls are a good idea. I love the um, the crescent roll hot dogs. Oh, dude, yeah, it's you, so good. Yeah, and you could do. I'm sure you've done this too, like turkey or ham and cheese roll ups that way too. Yes. Instead of hot dogs, you put lunch meat in there. Those are those are awesome, and the mm-hmm. easiest thing in the world to make. Yes. Yeah, even I can do that. I've got one more email before this or that. This one comes from BG Griller. He says, guys, what's your opinion on A1 sauce? Are you a fan or not so much? It seems generally approved of at an Outback type restaurant. But if you ask for it, say at Gibson's, you might as well be asking the dog to spread feces on your New York strip steak. What? (laughs) Wow. That was graphic. Um, I, I like it, but I don't use it. Is that weird? No. If I get an overcooked steak, if someone like re- like if I'm eating at someone's house and they overdo it, I might add a little bit mm-hmm. just to get some like flavor back. Yeah. But I sort of think that a steak has enough flavor on its own. Agreed. I usually order it medium or uh or uh, medium rare. An aristocrat. And, yes. And and that's 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 plenty of flavor for me. And now so many places are doing it like with um, like a peppercorn crust or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's so many options to get flavor where I don't need a one sauce. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not going to judge anybody right for it. But yeah, we're I not just, Shane Reardon. 
Right. Do, like, like what you like, but I just I, I, I feel like it, it's unnecessary. Yeah, I, most times. I used to be like when I was growing up and stuff, I, I would definitely use a one. But yeah, now I, I just don't bother. I'm more of a medium person. I actually worked my way down from or up, depending on how you think of it, uh, from medium well. So yeah, now I'm at a medium. I don't think I'll ever be able to be a medium rare person. That's just, you know, I think it's a bridge too far for me. But medium, still very delicious. Uh, I would but, say. Yeah, so I'm fine with it. Do medium rare at a place that specializes in steak. Like if you're at Gibson's again, you're at somewhere like that, and you know they're going to do it correctly. Sure. But if I'm going to Outback, I'm not trusting. No. You know, and look, I'm not I'm not ripping people that cook at Outback. It's a it's a really good restaurant. I like Outback a lot. But if, if I'm going to take the risk and eat something that's that's rare, I want it to be made by a pro by a, right. a steak cook that knows exactly how to make it exactly when to take it off the grill so that's when i'm in a nicer place is where i'll add the medium rare usually i go medium just for safety okay i got one more this is from brent now i'm gonna butcher absolutely butcher <laughs> the pronunciation on this he asks, what do you and your family eat at holiday time but you're pretty sure basically nobody else eats he said his is briolaffy I'm sure that's way wrong. Brie Laffey. Here, spell it for me. Okay, so he doesn't know how to spell it. He just gave me a phonetic spelling. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's like, it's Brie O. I think it's laugh, L-A-T-H, with like a little thing over the A, and then just E at the end. So. Brio. Google is returning no results. Well, that's not great. Well, good. <laughs> luckily, luckily, he explains it. This item that we just tried to figure out how to say is very thinly rolled crescent roll dough filled with olive oil, black pepper, and Italian sausage that's rolled into to look like a, uh, a savory cinnamon roll. He said it's like a Sicilian dish. Really? That sounds awesome. That does sound awesome. I would try that. I've never had that, but I would try it. Yeah, that is like, that's really good. Oh, man, that does sound good. All right, so I have one. Uh, do you have one that's a uh, uh, a traditional recipe you eat? Uh it's it's not that like special to my family, but it's just something we eat around the holidays. Okay, so Christmas Eve, um, Hope's grandma is ninety eight and mm-hmm. she's Slovakian, so we have kapusnica, which is sauerkraut and sausage soup. Oh. Um, but there's no sausage in this. It's just sauerkraut gravy mm. served over mashed potatoes. And I have it every year. No one really likes it. I was <laughs> going to say, like, I'm not a sauerkraut guy. So. Yeah, it's just kind of a um, it's kind of a traditional thing that just the family does every year. There's always fish and there's always capucinita and it's not terrible. So I'm not like ugh, like gagging as I'm eating it, but I just don't know who would like truly seek that out on any other occasion. Yeah. So I usually will take a pound of mashed potatoes and like a teaspoon of the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Have it that way. But the best part of it is it makes everybody fart. So <laughs> Christmas Eve, like later in the night, uh, we should crack the windows in here. Yeah, we probably should. And just everybody. Is <laughs> oh my like, God. It's horrible. So, uh, yeah, but it's that that that's the first thing that come to mind. And that is I, I, don't, I don't know how other cultures. I don't know if it's just Slovakian or if it's just other parts of Eastern Europe, but uh, it's not terrible. It's just something I would never really seek out independently. And I wouldn't miss it if it was gone aside from the tradition part of it. Okay. Now, obviously, everybody has had or vast majority of people have had this, and I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but like the only time of year we have shit on a shingle is like this time of year is the holiday. So just like those the little like square rye bread things, like the like mini versions of Mm -hmm. rye bread with uh, with beef and cheese and like we're not going with like bs cheese we're going with like real melted cheese and like mixing in your so like not quite hamburger helper like upscale version of hamburger helper on that rye bread is just i know it's simple but god is it good good. it's so good if you want the uh the formal name for shit on a shingle 
it's creamed chipped beef on toast. Oh, really? Somehow, <laughs> somehow shit that. on a shingle sounds more appetizing. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd never actually heard the technical term for it. So I Googled shit on a shingle to see what it was called. Creamed chipped beef on toast. No. I okay. shit on a shingle 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, that, it's funny. And that is, there's nothing like necessarily holiday about that no it's it just, just like the only time we eat it yeah because you're gonna have a big meal you're gonna have appetizers and it's a go-to yeah and i i like that like one of my i'm a big tradition guy like that's a thing that is very important to me um which is why this christmas is extra hard on me right now because i'm trying to keep traditions going with my parents while keeping them safe and it's impossible and i'm at a crossroads with that whole thing mm-hmm. um so traditions are hugely important to me and that's why even though I don't like the kapustitsa, I will always have it, and I'll always hope it's there because if it's not, that means the tradition has ended, and that will bump me out, right? So yeah, um, I, I like that sort of stuff, and I think I like how that stuff grows and evolves over time. It's cool. So I'm here for that. I love any sort of tradition, especially around the holidays. So no matter how bad it might taste and how much <laughs> it might make you fart, I will participate every year. All right, should we get to some dissertats? Do it. This one's from Sal. This or that, a stray French fry in your onion rings or a stray onion ring in your French fries? Stray onion ring in my French fries, because if you're getting the fries, you kind of know exactly what you're getting. Getting that stray onion ring, man, that that feels like a boost. Like that, that gets to me. Like, I I love that. The other way around, it's like, oh, I got a fry. Okay, great. I kind of chose the onion ring so I wouldn't have to have a fry. That is a correct answer. Good job, Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, usually when you get a stray fry in your onion rings, there's something wrong with the fry, like it's over fried or it's a it, it sort of escaped the you know something happened to it. Sure, where it's not like a perfect McDonald's fry or Culver's fry or whatever. Uh, I also like the stray onion ring because it's a reminder. Hey, maybe you forgot we have onion rings too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one here from Colin. Chocolate chip cookies or brownies? Oh, you bastard! Yep. <sighs> you okay? Me do the- no, this is a very hard <laughs> choice. This is a very hard choice. Yep. Oh, man. All right. So I'm going to go with, oh, man. I think I'm going to go with chocolate chip cookies. Same. Simply because you can make an ice cream sandwich out of it. That's a tiebreaker. I guess you could do that with brownies, too, if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that would just be messier. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's really hard, though. Like, if I was at a party and they had, you know what, Rick? Mm. I might go brownies, actually. Wow. Because if I'm at a party, okay, and there's a plate of fresh baked chocolate chip cookies, Mm -hmm. and there's a pan of traditional brownies with the powdered sugar on it, I'm going brownie first. Wow. I think, but it could be because of the rarity. Brownies I have less often, so... Mm -hmm. It's hard to say, but a perfectly made brownie is really hard to beat. But you could say the same. Oh, man, this is hard. I don't like this question. <laughs> You're getting I can hear the anxiety ramping yeah. up. Give me either. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, there's no wrong answer, I guess. It's yeah. Always, I'll, I'll yeah. go chocolate chip cookie. But uh, I mean, man, when you have a really good brownie and especially if it's a corner one, mm-hmm. that is that is tough to beat. By the way, the um, oh, God, what is it called? The oh, brownie brittle. Oh, yeah, man. Brownie brittle, the the sea salt caramel brownie brittle. That's my jam right there. That that's is like the so stuff good. You can find it like Marshall's and TJ Maxx at the checkout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now it's available in Walgreens. Oh, I had the uh, the speaking of Walgreens. I had the nerds uh, clusters, the yeah. gummy clusters. No, I, I did a taste test review on the I'm fat podcast Instagram. I was expecting it to be more um i don't know like less populated with nerds i thought it'd be like a, more, a bigger blob with like just random nerds oh, no, like stuck to a, a rope. lot of nerds yeah that that was really good and not not what i expected at all that was delicious i really liked it and i was expecting to like it mm-hmm. but it was better than i thought i would challenge them though to come out with this version there's nothing wrong with it i'm not criticizing but come out with a cluster that's like just grape or just lemon or whatever, so you can get the individual flavors yeah. of each nerd. Because like every nerd cluster has every color on it. So you're not actually tasting the individual flavors. And I do think nerds of all kind of like cheap made candy does mm-hmm. have the most flavor. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, those are good. Um, all right. This one comes from Rock Mastrangelo. What a great name. He says, I'm a new listener of your podcast. Uh, it's me and my son's favorite when, when we're driving together. He's a fellow fat. He just turned 13 and is five foot five, 225 pounds. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> His this or that is holiday movie related. John McClane from Die Hard or Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon. That's his, that's Rock's question. Um, John McClane for me. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Plus, Mel Gibson's a piece. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's definitely that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just uh, it's getting the proper amount of sass along with the ass kicking that really <laughs> John McClane is just top notch for. I've got hope ready to watch Die Hard. Like it's it's on like it's on. Wait, what? She's I, never seen it. What? She's never seen it. Yeah. Well, Hope grew up without cable. So um, did I. So, so the opportunities weren't there, and she's we're not like the biggest action movie family. Um, but I'm like, you have Die Hard is the perfect action movie. Yeah, and then skip two, and then show her with a vengeance. Oh, we'll, we'll watch all of them. Okay, because like two two is like probably worth a first watch, but probably not as much worth a second watch. Right. But you got to keep the plot going. Sure. Uh, by the way, uh, just real. I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you're a fan of Star Wars and you haven't watched Mandalorian yet, the finale, the season finale, get on that quickly before it's spoiled for you. It's amazing. It's so funny for me that like I can get a decent amount of FOMO on stuff, but anything Star Wars, I've just never had the FOMO because you're you know, like i've only seen one of the movie and it's i don't know yeah. why it's just like not my thing so like everybody's saying like like i haven't seen anybody criticize the last episode of Mandal of this season of mandalorian so i'm like oh that's cool that it, that you know like they're actually like putting out really good stuff because i feared like once disney kind of took over it was just going to be like pure money grab yeah well but, it is but <laughs> well yeah true but Mandalorian is is directed by John Favreau, who is a Star Wars nerd. Mm. So he is basically like, you know, he's an adult playing Star Wars. Like he can yeah. make whatever he wants happen. He can make characters come back or whatever as often as he wants. He can write the old narratives. Uh, and he you could tell this is John Favreau scratching every childhood itch he ever had. And it's awesome. Mandalorian stands on its own as a great tv show like you don't need a ton of star wars knowledge to watch the mandalorian and get it it's it's just an awesome show it is my favorite star wars thing i mean i guess force awakens i was really excited about because it felt like a return to the old recipe Mm -hmm. um and then the end of rogue one was incredible for star wars nerds but the the finale of this season of mandalorian was the most excited about as a star wars fan in a really really long time and i know rick you're like right in that age where you were too young to like appreciate star wars in its heyday like when return of the jedi was out all that stuff yeah so that like like, that's when i was a kid like new hope came out the year i was born so it everything timed up perfectly for me and you were also too old when the prequels came out yeah that's true you were you're like in that weird you're one of the few people in that weird gap where you weren't the like star wars just didn't time out well for you Mm -hmm. so i get that but to me star wars has always been my favorite thing yeah always 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 and i even like convinced myself that the prequels were okay for a few minutes (laughs) (laughs) they were bad yeah all right uh got one here from tom this or that or the other (laughs) says because it gives us three options cake cone Sugar cone or waffle cone? Cake cone, sugar cone, or hmm. Now, for those that don't know, a traditional ice cream cone, that's the cake cone. The, like, papery, you know, the traditional ice cream cone is a cake cone. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going waffle cone because, man, when you get a well-done waffle cone, it is tough to beat. Yeah, I don't think there's much question about that. They're so great. Have you been to Jenny's? No. How far are you from Oak Brook? Oh, it's like it's the next town over. Okay, there's a Jenny's at Oak Brook. You should go like today and try the gooey butter cake ice cream. So because of the pandemic, they you walk into Jenny's. There's a person right there to order from right right as you walk in the door and she goes or he goes, okay, go that way. You walk to the other end of the restaurant. They bring you a 
like recyclable p- paper tray mm-hmm. with a waffle cone and your scoop face down and a spoon. That's how they serve it, like for safety or whatever. Okay. Jenny's is amazing. Every waffle cone is made fresh in house. They've got the waffle cone makers right in the back, and you see them Ooh. literally making them throughout the day. Yeah. And the ice cream there is insane. It's got some inventive flavors. You know, like the Brambleberry Crisp is incredible, but you've got to go to Jenny's and the gooey butter cake ice cream. You, I swear to God, your eyes will dilate. You will be so blown away by this ice cream. And then you have the waffle cone to finish it off. It's amazing. Darn. Well, I guess I just have to make time to do that after the Bears game before I go to work today. Go Bears. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, I got a good one here from John Michael, who's a got a buddy from college. On nachos, uh-huh. pickled or fresh jalapenos. Oh, I you know, I I like both, mm-hmm. but I think if I have to choose one, I'm gonna go fresh because they're hotter. Okay. See, I'm going pickled. Okay. And yeah, like I like the heat, but it's just like I don't know the the little bit of, of change in taste is makes up for the difference okay. in heat for me. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I do like I'm not disappointed when either come out. But if I'm if I have to choose one, I'm gonna go fresh just because okay. I yeah. That, but again, there's no that's another one. There's no real wrong answer. Speaking of that, my New Year's resolution is to per, is to per, uh, perfect a uh, green chili verde salsa. So I started okay. one. I tried my first one this week. Uh, roasted tomatillos, serrano, poblano, three jalapenos. Um, did that. Had to skin the peppers once I br- I put them in the broiler so the skin came off. Okay. I need to broil them longer. That was the first mistake I made. Then it's garlic and onion, and I didn't pre-roast those. I got to pre-roast those next time. But I feel like if I get all that done, then it's just a matter of like how much salt, how much pepper, how much, um, mm. you know, how like how much to de-seed? How big should the peppers be? Once I get there, it's going to go faster than I thought because my first batch I ever tried turned out really, really good. I was very nice. proud of myself. Nice. All right. This one came from a Twitter poll I saw, and I just wrote it down because it's something we've never answered. This is another dis dead or de utter. Uh, drums, wings, or flats? Hmm. I lean drums for ease. Yeah, more than anything, because flats, flats are just a lot of work, man. <laughs> I I just I just have no interest in putting that much effort forth when I plan on eating that many wings. I go in order drum flat wing. That's yeah. my order of preference. Mm-hmm. Um, because I found a. I mean, it's not it's not hard to eat a flat, but I've got a pretty good. I split it in half right away. Okay, I just find that joint, and just rip it, mm-hmm. and then just go. <laughs> and it's it's gone pretty much yeah uh but i'm a drum guy every like if they brought me just drums oh, i'd be the happiest happy. person in the world yes yeah. uh, can you ask for that is or is that like frowned upon um i think they might charge extra some places will charge you extra for that i believe okay but i'm sure there's some people that say just bring me flats doesn't it even sure. over time you would think then that's how i am at fried chicken places too if you just fill my bucket with uh drumsticks i'm not gonna be mad right yeah it's less work yeah, and I feel like no matter how much work I put into a breast or a thigh, I always feel like I'm leaving too much meat behind. Yep. And you also deal with some undesirable parts mm-hmm. in those cuts, whereas... And you get that in the in the drumstick sometimes, too. Sure. But I feel like it's less frequent than the, than the breast or the thigh. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just... For me, it's just... I don't want to put that much effort forth. Yeah. We have to maintain our fatness. Right. Yeah. Although, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say that on the podcast. I'll save it for after the podcast. I can't wait. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> you'll think less of me and not be shocked by it. All right. Steve asks, crunchy or creamy peanut butter? No. All right, Rick, if there's a gun to your head and they say you have to taste one of these two peanut butters, crunchy or creamy, which one would you try? Probably creamy. Okay. All right, I see that. I am truly 50-50 on crunchy or creamy peanut butter. It's all about mood for me. I have a jar of each at home at all times. Um, usually on a sandwich, I'll do crunchy because I like the texture it provides. Um, but I, I like them both equally. I know that's weird. I think most people are one or the other only. Mm-hmm. 
but I I I am equally uh, impressed by both. They're both really really good. So I, I really can't go wrong there. I'll take either. Okay, you can have all of mine too. So congratulations Thanks. on that. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody out there, if you're celebrating Christmas, have a very good Christmas. Uh, if you celebrated celebrated Hanukkah, I hope that was great for you. Happy Chinooka. <laughs> you saw that, right? Yes. Smokey Robinson. So good. I don't know what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka. <laughs> And everybody else that is either kind of non-denominational or, or, you know, kind of fitting into the other category as we kind of have the two big ones there. Uh, just enjoy your time, especially with everybody getting a lot of time off before the new year. We'll obviously have another episode before the new year. Yes, sir. So, so we'll still be here for you, but enjoy your time off. Enjoy your time with your family. We want to tell everybody, check out dr squatch check out team hockberg once again subscribe rate and review the podcast because that helps us out greatly we're creeping up on 400 reviews which would be a nice threshold to get to for us so if you could help us out with that that would be uh absolutely appreciated and you know tell a friend about the podcast because it's always encouraging to hear that you know while we have our people that have been there from day one and always appreciate them it's cool to hear hey i just got turned on to the podcast so we appreciate everybody that's been listening, no matter how long or short of a time you have been listening. Yeah. And uh, next week we will be unveiling a new feature for the new year. So you're not going to want to miss that episode. We're going to add a little bit of a production element and uh, get your voices on the podcast. So stay tuned for that on the next one. And also don't forget about our T public shop. Check out that link in our bio uh, for our direct link to our T public shop. So for Jay, I'm Rick. And this is the I'm Fat Podcast. Okay, what were you going to say? All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.